Hello, this is Aubin Palmer, and welcome to Everyday Thriving, success in your business and life for moms. I know you want to have a business for a reason, and I'm here as a certified life coach to help you make your business not only work, but thrive, in a way that helps all of your life thrive as well. Each week, I will share with you some of the mindset and tools I have learned and lived to help you find clarity, make more money, feel confident, and own your time each day. Let's go. Hello, it is Avin, and I am here again with you this week with an exciting other person to talk with me, and I am so excited to have her. This is my friend and fellow coach, Anna Bullock. Hello, Anna. Hello. So excited to have you here. And the subject we are going to talk about today is something that she coaches on with relationships, specifically marriage. Mm -hmm. And I love to talk about relationships in the aspect of motherhood a lot on here just because that's who you are. I want to talk to you about running your own business as a mother. But often as a mother, you have a spouse or partner, specifically a husband, And whatever that is for you, we want to talk about that today because that relationship can affect you a lot in running your business as well if you let it. And there's a lot of things that go unsaid or not realize that you're thinking and believing that are making it harder or stopping you from really stepping into this role as a business owner. So Anna coaches on relationships with marriage and with this subject, Anna, of a woman running her own business, what are problems you have seen women come into with um, associating their marriage and what that has to do with running their own business? Yeah, there's a lot of things that come into play there. A lot of what I see and what I work with is kind of at the identity level. So when a woman steps in, especially in like the new stages of business, when she's stepping into that new identity, naturally things are going to change. Like Her daily life might change. How she's interacting with her spouse might change. Also, she has ideas. She has things that she wants to invest in and goals that she wants to pursue. And sometimes if those conflict with husband or if he has ideas about it, sometimes we have a different identity of him. Like he picks up things along the way. So we think about him maybe in a different way. Like he's trying to control me or he doesn't believe in me or maybe he wants to run this business, I think, because he has so many ideas. But that's where I kind of work is this identity level, our views of ourselves and our views of our spouse. And sometimes those things conflict. Yes, that is so true. And I have seen, as I've worked with clients, that there are so many levels of support from husbands in mm-hmm. women running their own business from home specifically. And that some husbands think it's awesome and support from a distance and some husbands think it's awesome and support and want to be super involved. Like Mm -hmm. you said, Mm -hmm. and then some husbands don't support at all. They're like, what are you doing? Your job is to make sure the house is clean and keep the kids safe. You don't need money. I provide the money. They almost feel threatened by it. It seems. Yeah. And so I think it's good to identify as the women in this situation to stop focusing so much on what your husband believes or his level of support and look at what you believe. Mm-hmm. about the relationship and yourself, like you said, the identity of running your own business and not connecting the marriage to that. Even though your yeah. husband might support or not support, why does that affect how your business goes? Yes, kind of so separating. What would you say about that specifically? Yeah. Well, first off, I think 
we really have to define what support looks like to us because it's so funny. This I'll give you an experience. <laughs> I have like lots of business owner friends, right? We all are kind of starting up our own little coaching practices or businesses all over the page. And I was comparing for so long. I believed my husband didn't support me. If he's listening to this, I love you, Cole. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't see it because my idea of support looked like my friend's business, whose spouse was there having conversations with her. And he was talking to her and having ideas with her. And they would have like a lot of dialogue. Well, I love my sweet husband, but we don't have a lot of dialogue about things that we're super passionate about. And so in my idea, support had to look like that. Mm -hmm. And so I was walking around with this belief that he doesn't support me. He doesn't support me. And then all of a sudden one Christmas, I got the nicest podcast mic as a present and a really nice webcam as a present. And I realized I wanted him to be supporting me in the way others did. And that's not his strength. Like talking things out is not his strength, but tech gadgets, he researches, he gets the top of the line stuff. And that kind of was his way of without words, without discussions of showing me his support. So once I kind of realized I had a very specific image of what support looked like, and once I let go of that, it's funny that I got what I wanted. I just had to kind of let go of the packaging that it came in, but now I get to feel loved and supported. And for me, it was the tech gadgets, but in what way does your husband kind of show that he is supporting you? Because so long we think that that's true and we look around for evidence that he's not supporting us. And I just want you to question that. Maybe he has outright said that he doesn't want you to do this. Maybe. But for all of the rest of you that he hasn't verbalized that ever to you, I just want you to second guess that. Is that really true? Are there other ways that it's not true? And that's what I've noticed for me. Yeah, I love that. And thanks for sharing that story. And it's so interesting that you say that because sometimes we believe that what we are seeing as support or not is just truth. It Mm -hmm. supports me or he doesn't. And I love that you pointed out that it is our own perception and that maybe the way he supports is different. Mm -hmm. And with that, moving forward, whatever level our husband supports us or not, How do we find that identity to move forward with this business with whatever support we have, but not relying on it? Yeah, because let's say for the woman who he did flat out say, I don't want you to do this. This isn't something that I want or whatever. Maybe he doesn't support you. And he's openly said that this is where I want you to decide. (laughs) This is where we have to make those decisions. And I like asking myself the question, like, okay, if he did support me, if he did want this, what would I allow myself to believe? Because that's the part that really changes how we feel and how we see it. Would I believe that, okay, I can do this. Oh, this is something that's really going to benefit my family. He loves me. He believes in me. Notice all those things are kind of rooted in what he thinks, but what do I need to believe myself? Like, I can do this. It's okay if he doesn't see it right now. He might see it later. If he doesn't, this is, and you have the complete conviction that this is going to help your family. There's a second part to that too, that I think is really important. Sometimes when our husband flat out says that, like, no, or I don't want you to invest in this specific coaching program or this retreat, whatever it is that we go to ask him for. 
all of a sudden we pick up like character flaws. Like we've made it mean that like he's cheap or he doesn't support me. We all of a sudden assign from those words that he said, we assign things to his character. And now we're in like this war with each other. And the best place that we can be is let's say he says no, but we don't make that mean anything hard and terrible about him. Like he's angry. He's mean. He doesn't believe in me. He's trying to control me. Those sentences will never bring you connection as you reach your goal. So if we can, this is a tool I like to use. It's just to make it softer at the core, like just to kind of make his the view of him look a little bit softer. Like what role did I have to play in this? Did I all of a sudden spring something on him that I've been ruminating over in my head for months? So I was ready to change, but he wasn't like, that makes sense there. Also, mm-hmm. am I like, not doing any work outside in my business, but I'm spending a lot of time in my mind, which maybe makes me disconnected with my kids. And that's all that he sees. Like it makes sense if he doesn't want me to continue to do this, if it's making me snappy and insecure, that would make sense. Like, can we find any compassion of where he's coming from? It doesn't mean that we have to like do what he says and quit our dreams just because we want to appease him because we know that won't, but ask more questions knowing that he's like, maybe it's coming from love. Maybe he just wants to be with you more, or maybe it is coming from a little bit of fear, but it's more fear of like, where will this take my family? Something a little bit softer than he's controlling and angry. Mm -hmm. That's going to help you create a little bit more connection. If we reach for a little bit of understanding where he's coming from. I love that. And it is, I love that this is not um, judging our husband is what I'm hearing. Mm -hmm when we're trying to figure out how to make decisions as the CEO, as the leader of our business, but Mm -hmm. it overlaps into family decisions of like, if we're going to use any personal money when we're starting out and investing in the business and Mm -hmm. giving him that it makes sense that he doesn't understand everything that you're thinking and feeling and not letting what's going on for you personally in running your business affect your relationship with your marriage. And I think that's really the goal is this is something personal for you that you're wanting to do to expand, to step into things that matter to you, that you like doing, that you want to grow as a person with your business. And Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be intertwined with your marriage. Your Mm -hmm. marriage is its own entity and you want the support, you want to understand each other, but you still want to do some of this for yourself. Yeah. And I love how you said that of like giving your husband space and not judging him if he doesn't quite understand Mm -hmm. and moving forward still to take responsibility for what you're doing and feeling instead of putting it all on him to decide what works. And so my question for you with that is, is then, how how would you suggest that women clearly view or see how to think of themselves with their relationship with their business and have this relationship with their husband and not let them become conflicting? Yeah. Okay. So you said the magic word back there is judgment. Mm-hmm. Judgment is going to cloud all of your decisions and it's going to make those two things kind of like dig their claws into each other, your business and your marriage, because you're not going to be able to make the choices for your business from the mindset of a CEO woman when yeah. you have this evil villain on your shoulder. So my antidote to that, as much as you can stay 
loving with your spouse. Assume one of my favorite things to teach is assume the kindest story about your spouse. So we can make all the things that he says mean something really mean about him again. But I want you to just assume the kindest story is true because we Mm -hmm. focus a lot on what's true (laughs) for some reason. So assume the kindest story. The more that he isn't the bad guy, the more you can make a decision. And if it's different, let's say it's different. And let's say he says, I don't want to invest this $500 in this program, in this technical something, whatever for your business. And you love your reasons. You know, like, I trust my gut on this one. And I love you so much. I'm going to do this thing. And I love you. He doesn't become a bad guy because he doesn't have this control over you that you used to give over to him. Because when we do that, we create resentment. And then he is the bad guy because he's restraining us. So we make those decisions from a clean place. We look at it. Is he right? Do I actually need this? Is he? Does he have my best interest? But sometimes you're going to make choices that aren't quite exactly what your spouse wants. And I think coming from a place of love when he's not the bad guy, that makes it a lot easier and you can allow him to have whatever emotional response and kind of be there for him. Like it makes sense. He might be a little bit angry, but we don't have to get angry and we can love him and we can see the fruit of that result. Right. Mm -hmm. And we can own that choice. Maybe it doesn't yield the result that we want, but we've owned it. And he's no longer a bad guy. So there's conflict and then there's contention and like, or disagreement and disconnection. I think Mm -hmm. those are kind of synonymous, but I used to think that they're intertwined. Like if we have disagreement, we have disconnection and they're not, we can have disagreement and have so much connection. I think that's something that we forget. At least in my brain, they used to be super intertwined. And once I learned to like split those apart, it makes it so much easier that I can disagree and still love you so unconditionally. It's okay. Yeah. We have different opinions. And I think that's like a marriage principle, regardless if you're running a business yeah. or yeah, not. That's why sure. you're so good at <laughs> yeah. explaining it. But I love that in this context as well of like, you might disagree about you running a business or how you're running a business, but that has no impact on your connection. Yeah. I if love how you said that. And <laughs> I, I think this has been really good as we're talking about maybe a spouse that isn't as supportive as maybe you're wanting or supporting how you want. But for my example, my husband has supported me like a thousand percent since day one of saying I wanted to have my own business. And it was almost like jarring to have so much support. Yeah. <laughs> and as I've stepped more into this identity of being the CEO, I've seen that I like to talk to him about it and he loves to talk about it. But then I feel very influenced by his advice. Like I have to listen to his advice because he supports me so much. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, this is similar, but what would you say in this kind of situation of still respecting the marriage and keeping that connection, but stepping away and really in the identity of the owner of my business? Yeah. So I always give the idea that is presented just its own neutral flat space that I can look at it and like. Ultimately, if you are the CEO, you are making those decisions. I think where we get in trouble is when we give like the meaning behind it. Okay. If I say no to this decision, or if I don't go with this decision, we get fearful of like what they will make it mean. Mm -hmm. And what we will like, what maybe he will make it mean that I don't love him, that I don't trust him and I don't respect him. It's your job to take ownership of that. Well, am I making it mean any of that? That's like my place to take ownership of it. 
And then you come back to it. Like, no, this is just like, if, what if it's just really neutral? No, I just didn't yeah. want to do this thing. And I love you and I respect you. And this is my decision. Like we just wrap up the meaning so much and maybe he will do that. Like maybe let's mm-hmm. say he does get a little bit. I like the word butt hurt, but I don't know if it's acceptable on a podcast. <laughs> let's say he's a little butt hurt about it. He feels a little bit like, oh, it's such a good idea that I loved. Like, yeah. What if he took it like that? Like, that's when I like to separate, like, I am not the cause of his emotion. Right. So let's say I have a, my spouse who's feeling a little bit, maybe insecure, maybe a little bit sad, maybe a little bit hurt. How do I be a spouse? Like, how do I show up for that? If I know I'm not the cause, if I have a spouse that's experiencing hurt or maybe an insecurity of some sort, which I think is kind of at the core of all of it, how would I show up for him? What would I say? And when I ask myself those questions, knowing that I didn't cause the emotion, I show up the way that I want to. I'm no longer the bad guy either. Even if he thinks I'm the bad guy, I think it's so much like we have a lot of influence over people. We can't control him. He might be mad for a while, but the way that you show up will matter. Yeah, I love that. And again, that's just like good general marriage advice as well, but specifically in this context as well. And I think... For me too, as I've evolved into this leadership ownership of my business, I've decided to be more selective. And when I do ask his mm-hmm. opinion on things, because it is not our marriage, it is my yeah. business and it is separate. So I, I'm more careful of like, is this something I want to talk about? And it's not that I don't love him or don't respect his mm-hmm. opinion, but um, why am I asking his opinion? And sometimes it's just because I want to talk to somebody about it. And in those situations, I'm like, okay, that's great. But I do have my own coach I go to. I do have friends that are coaches that I can talk to. And will that be easier for me to listen to what they're saying and not feel pressure to listen to what their opinion is, but still make my own decision? Uh Uh-huh. I think that's so good. I think too, sometimes it's just like, I like to think I'm going to just work with my thoughts. Because if I notice tendencies where I'm like, I'm trying to people please him a little bit, then that's probably not the safest place for you. Not that he's not safe. Your relationship's yeah. totally different, but like, that's right. probably harder for my brain to stay neutral than talking with a coach. And that doesn't have to mean this is the, like, we make so many things about our business mean something about our marriage. It yeah. doesn't have to mean anything about my marriage. So, right. and which is a sentence I like to throw out there all the time when I start the judgment of myself and my choices and my actions starts coming into my head. I just like, this doesn't have to mean anything about my marriage. My marriage, we are very connected and I'm his person. He's my person. That doesn't have to mean anything about my business either. If we don't get along for a day in my marriage, that doesn't have to mean anything about my business. So separating the two there is so important. Meaning making, especially. Yes. And I think we've talked about like how to really own it. And when they don't support you as much or when they do support you a lot, how to work Mm -hmm. with it. And I feel like you kind of touched on this, but this is something I see that comes up a lot for clients is when you are wanting to invest your own family's money into your business Mm -hmm. and you see the value, you see the potential and your husband does not. Mm -hmm. And that's where it does get a little bit more. This is part of our marriage. This is how we spend our family's money is both of our choice. Mm -hmm. And what, what do you give advice on? I mean, disagreeing on money for one, but then specifically in this context of how to spend money on your business. 
Yeah. I think owning it 100%. It doesn't matter. Like actually spending it or not spending it. I think that crap doesn't matter. What does matter is if you decide not to spend the money, you own it. Don't place it back on your husband. Mm. If you decide to spend the money, Mm-hmm. I think letting them have their emotion is so important, but also you own that decision too. Don't be, don't try to justify it in any way because they spend money on this. And I think that gets us in trouble when we try to get tick for tat kind of thing, yeah. whatever you choose, which that is a personal decision between you and your spouse. I would never say go spend it and let him deal with his emotions. That might be the decision that you come to. But whatever it is, I want you to like your reasons and I want you to own it. Yeah. And what I hear there is just being very conscious of it and not just like he has all the power and you feel Mm -hmm. like a victim, but not just like doing it unintentionally and doing something you might regret and is not true to who you are. Yeah. And I think watching our view of our spouse, the identity and character we have of our spouse during Mm -hmm. that process the more that you can stay that this is my person, he loves me, I love him, the more you can stay in that unconditional love and confidence, the better off that decision, the more clear that decision is going to be. But you take it investment by investment with everything in mind. I don't think that there's a right or wrong, spend or don't Mm -hmm. spend. I think you are the deciding factor in that. But watch watch that character that you've made him and own your decision. If we're in resentment, you know, you haven't taken some responsibility. Yeah. And I love that. And I think it's really good for women that are running their own business to distinguish what is money from their business and what is family money. And Mm -hmm. when you're investing family money, you do have part ownership there, but that you're mutual with your husband and to take that and really Mm -hmm. own it together and ask for his support, but do not ask him when women say they're going to ask their husband if they can invest in their business. I always like, shudder a little bit because it's yeah. not it's your family's money and he is part of the family but you're not asking his permission and yes. giving that that equality and that money helps you to then decide together and own it with that decision of it's yours and his decision what mm-hmm. you're going to invest into your business mm-hmm. which will then be a total separate kind of money that you do have 100 yeah. percent control over And I think getting like you bring the energy to the room. If Mm -hmm. you come in and you're not sure about your business and you're not sure about this investment, he's going to match your energy or be a little bit lower than yours. Right. Right. So if you were fully confident, it just depends on how you come to that conversation. Your job is to get your beliefs in order first is to not put all of the responsibility for belief in the Mm -hmm. possibility of it happening in your spouse, which I think we do. Sometimes we want validation from them. So some people disguise permission as validation. Like I want you to tell me that I can do this. Yeah. And that's our job. We have to already have that or build that or start working on that ourselves. We cannot hand that over to our spouse and then be mad if he doesn't give it. Yeah. And that's such a good point in all of your marriage again. Like if you're using that for the business, if you're just seeking validation from your spouse all the time, you're going to be very dependent on them to feel good about yourself. And you never want to put that on anybody because people are human and can't always do that for you. More of like a roller coaster ride. It just wouldn't be very dependent. Right. Depend. What is consistent? Consistent. 
And, and so again, this helps you to really step into being the owner of your business. You get that validation for yourself and then you talk to your husband out about it already yeah. having that energy and belief to go there. Mm-hmm. And that, that actually helps your marriage, I believe, because you're not mm-hmm. as dependent, like we said, and it's not even working on that relationship, but it will help that relationship in the long run. In so many different, like you think it's only in business, you think it's only here, but it's in every factor of your life because it's a skill that you're developing with your brain that applies to every category. It's just how your brain works. So you'll watch as you kind of build this self-trust with yourself, it is going to flow out into every other section of your life. That's so beautiful. And this is part of why I just love women running their own businesses and not feeling like it's taking away from their identity as a wife, as a mother, it's enhancing it. It's helping you step fully into these other relationships you have. And it's not in competition for it. It's not that you're not prioritizing things right. It's just you putting this energy into helping yourself really become who you are so that you can show up in these relationships how you want to. Mm-hmm. So how else have you seen that having a business helps relationships? I just think kind of what you talked about right there. It's kind of this process of growing, of trusting yourself, because a lot of the stuff that you have to do to get a business off the ground, the belief, the thoughts, and the identity that you have about yourself, it changes as you go, which again, flows over to any other asset, any other other part of your life. Mm -hmm. So watching that, watching them step into making these decisions and owning their decisions and trusting their self and not letting their spouse be the bad guy and the reason for all of their problems, you get control back over your life and you watch as like possibility just starts opening up in every direction. It's pretty cool to watch somebody actually step back. Like, because when we first take ownership of the crap in our life, it it's not fun. It's kind of a wake up call. It's not a fun process. You feel a lot of heavy emotions, but that part, I think people forget that it's like such a split second that it's just a little bit of pain for so much freedom in return, so much choice in return. So, and I think sometimes business is just the vehicle for some other people. It might be like a hobby that becomes that vehicle. It might be having their children that becomes that vehicle of transformation. But I do think that hopping on and building that self-trust is just so important. And I do love the vehicle of business. I think it brings it out. It's so much fun to watch that process and it brings it out naturally. Yeah. And I, I so agree. There's many different vehicles that could do it, but I feel like running your own business anyone can say they want to run their own business, but to make it work, you really have to look at this stuff. And so it is not just going to create a business with money and profit is going to create more confidence in you, more self-identity, which will then naturally enhance everything in your life, especially relationships of marriage and children. And Mm -hmm. this just is a beautiful way to start with how to make this business work with your husband. And really it comes back to owning it yourself. Like we kind of said, and you, want it to be married you want to have a business you want to be a mother and they all work together so well not because of the exact circumstances of how your husband believes about it how your children are needing you how you decide to structure it all but because you 
decide to. You have that power and you can really step into this identity and succeed regardless of what's going on around you. But by doing that, you make the life you want around you work. Yeah. And it does like, like you said, it really does work together so well. But again, conflict and contention, like there will be conflict for sure, because everybody wants you like your kids want you, your spouse wants you, everybody wants you. So of course, there's going to be those conflict things that arise. But like the contention is the part where we get to learn how to minimize. It will happen for sure, because we have human brains. But that's what I do love that process of becoming a business owner and having, like you said, it, you really have to go through the mind process of it. Yeah. Because what I've noticed is it just gives me back agency of my thoughts that I thought were just, I had to believe them. There are so many things that I just think are true. So I have to believe them. But the process of this has just shown me how much choice I actually have. And that does again, what you do in one facet of your life, you're going to do in others too. Mm -hmm. So Yes. And I, I know that becoming a coach one helped my marriage, but running a business also helped my Mm -hmm. marriage for sure. And if I look at my marriage four or five years ago and today, it is so different. And (laughs) I don't like, I'm not trying to take all the credit. It's both of us, but doing my part in owning what you just said has definitely helped. And If there is, you feel like conflict in your marriage because of running your own business. I love what she said. Conflict is okay, but you can work with it and still not necessarily agree on everything, but still have that connection. And Mm -hmm. this is so powerful to believe as you move forward, running your business and growing it. Because I often see women holding themselves back because Mm -hmm. they think, oh, if we're not, if he doesn't get what I'm doing right now, if I grow this business, it'll just get worse. Yeah. And that is not truth. That isn't something you have to believe. Yeah, it's not true. But like giving yourself so much compassion, it makes sense why you have been stuck in fear. If like the thing that you love most is your family and your thought in your mind is this will destroy my family if my husband isn't on board. It makes sense. Give yourself so much compassion. But this is the part where we realize like we get to take off the chains because that doesn't necessarily have to be true. I promise if you just keep working on this identity of your spouse, not being the bad guy and being somebody who's on your side, who loves you, like he is your person as you go through this, like there is so much hope that you can make the business that you want and have the family that you want. Yes. And marriage that you want. Right. Exactly. I love this. And it's just goes to what I say all the time, create the life and business that you work and that they go so hand in hand. Mm-hmm. And even when they seem like they're against each other, they never have to be because it's all the perception or reality you're creating yourself with that. Yeah. And the person that you're becoming in the process. Right. It's exactly. Be, it's the same process. You take yourself in your family and you take yourself in the business. But if you're working on you, both are going to prosper. Yes. I love this so much. Thank you so much for coming today, Anna, to talk about this. And is there anything else you want to add as we conclude? I just, I'm going to Aubin's horn for a minute. She really has helped me work out some of these things because I've, again, I've watched my brain go through processes and working with Aubin has helped me just kind of 
I think identifying what that CEO looks like is part of the battle and what she thinks and what thoughts are true for her and what thoughts are not. And I think working with a coach is something that is so important there because it gets a little fuzzy when you're stuck in your head and saying it out loud with a coach to kind of guide you toward which one fits in the identity of the CEO that you want to be is so incredibly helpful. So thank you for having me on. I love it. For any of you that are stuck in that place where you think that you can't have a business and you feel a little bit hopeless, just know that just be brave, do something pretty brave and love your spouse along the way. Take back ownership of all of your emotions because he can't create them for you, even though it really feels like it really feels like he is, (laughs) but do something brave and just love him through it. Yes. Thank you, Anna. That was beautiful. And I know that your marriage matters, your family matters, and you don't have to disregard them Mm -hmm. to create this business. You take them into credit, but that doesn't mean you lose your power. And the, I love to be brave and go forward with who you are and what feels right for you and supporting and loving and being connected with your family every step of the way. Mm -hmm. Totally possible. Anna and I are both doing it. We know so many women doing it and we know you can do it as well. So thank you so much for being here today. And I will talk with you again all next week. If you found this episode helpful in any way, please take the time to leave a review on whatever platform you're listening so that other women can hear it too. And we can all become the amazing women running our own businesses that we want to be.